The Gutter Skypes. The Gutter Skypes record and present tabletop RPGs, played and enjoyed by participants who live thousands of miles away from each other. In this digital age, all things are possible. Many of them are even fun. Hello, thank you again for downloading the Gutter Skypes. Please pardon my nasality. I'm ill, but um, what is this? This is episode 28. Play session 6 of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. I know we're a little bit off schedule so far as numbers and shows and orders and of stuff. Cartoon Action Hour will return. We'll, uh, we'll be getting uh, installment number 5 of that. In, in the in the near future, but uh, for this week, we, we resume where we were with Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. And I won't go any further than that, except to say that Mark Kinney role-played Captain Zafiri Carlison. Andros role-played Pard. Blind Geek role-played Kuruk. Uh, unfortunately, in this episode... Nikki was unable to make this particular game session. We are confident that she will be returning for the next session. I'm Anim5, I GM'd. I didn't sound like this at the time, so don't worry about that. I was starting to. No more, here we go. Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies, Play Session 6, Episode 28. Thank you for downloading and listening. Please enjoy. Sorry about last week, that or last uh, last session. That that was, uh, but yeah, I've got it working, and I can wander anywhere around the room, and it doesn't affect my voice. And I know that's a Ooh. duh thing for people who've been using headset mics, but for one who has been stuck sitting in the built-in mic on my computer, I got to tell you, it's quite damn liberating to be able to walk around the room and pace, and even if I don't normally pace, the fact that I can, I'm going to do it today just because I can. Is it wireless? Uh, no, but the cord is like 1,200 feet long for some strange reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't understand that, but it is. It's a hugely long cord. Mm -hmm. And this is a rather small office, so the two combined. <laughs> you got the special Frontier headset. That's right. As <laughs> soon as you log off, you can, you can rope a steer with it and tie up a dog. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was about to say, it sounds like enough loose cable to ensure someone gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's enough loose cable to make it very annoying because I keep accidentally rolling the chair over it, which is, means if I'm not careful, I'm not going to have the headset for very long. But, uh, yeah, don't do that. Excuse <laughs> uh, me. Trying not to. Yeah, that'll fray the crap out of it in no time, and then all of a sudden we'll be getting uh, <laughs> spaceship noises again. Mm. But something interesting, though, I'm back to using a, a, this is with a USB adapter, and if I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, uh, when I was using the built-in mic, I didn't have any Megatron for a while, and I was using this last night, and lo and behold, Meggie came back for a visit, so, <laughs> hmm. so hopefully, <laughs> that, okay. if it happens, we will know why, or at least we'll yeah. know interesting correlation 
All right. I think I've got everything. Ooh, I, I better not say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm, I've got your characters up. I've got the scenario up. I've got... Hell, I even have the pirate insult generator loaded. <laughs> Check you out. Ah. So uh, I think we're probably okay to go. Where did we leave off? We were about to head for um, what the hell was the name of that place? I'm not, I'm I've been a Gunnersheim or 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 something like that. Gunnersheim or oh Gagenshine. Gagenshein. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, that the the Moyser Revenge had fired several volleys of different types of ordnance at the Guanaloco, <laughs> thus uh, providing some fine victuals and uh, and some ship stores, some some hard tack, some long term storable stuff that are some crew members gathered up and put below uh, very few. And Captain Carlison pointed out those few very specifically to Dr. Pegrini, so that uh, if and when he wanted to make his wishes known as to where the ship was going to be uh, going, he could say things like, Boy, I really wish this ship would set sail now for Gagenschein, and say it out loud uh, in the vicinity of someone that was likely to understand what he said. <laughs> And uh, he also had to, uh, he also, we, we, it would be a cut scene if I had figured it out, but I didn't figure it out. But just imagine the cut scene of him trying to say it also uh, um, in the vicinity of Captain Bartholomew Beltwipe, who would contradict his every word. <laughs> um, so... So yeah. sort, sort sort of like the goof in that first scene. Yes, this is going to show my complete geek status. The goof in that Star Trek Next Generation first season episode where uh, Picard says, "Hi, right, Mr. LaForge, warp six or something like that," and he says, "Hi, right, sir, full impulse." <laughs> it's it's well, yeah. Every time I see it, it's like, can, he, can did no one catch that in the end? Anyway, but yes, that's that's what makes. They must be playing the the like Starfleet Battles version. <laughs> <laughs> is that in the Nitpicker's Guide for Next Generation of Trekkers? I I'm sure it is. I mean, it's probably just plain as day. There's no way you can okay miss it unless yeah. you're just so absorbed that that you are. You know, like like the ref reflection of the director's face in that shard of crystal on the table when they do the pan and the <laughs> whatever. We we never caught that. Chris and I never caught that ever, and we'd watched that a couple of times until looking in the book, and then it's like, oh yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those uh, are some really good books. Yeah, yeah. That that that. It <laughs> oh dear. Hmm. All right, let's uh, let's let me just pull this lever and shunt the track back. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I that was no, I I listen. I, I'm I, don't, I don't blame you. Yeah. I'm just reeling myself in here too as well. Yeah. Otherwise, we're gonna get into 45 minutes of mm -hmm. uh, trick <laughs> stuff. Um, okay, yes. Yeah, so yeah, there he is. He's on deck. Uh, you've eaten your fill. Uh, you uh, you all made it back over to the Moyers' Revenge with Johnny, new passenger. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. Big guy. And uh, the, the galleon, apparently, with uh, those sailors that seem to know what's going on with what ropes lead to what things, are unfurling sail. And the galleon starts to make way toward, uh, toward Gegenschein, setting course for Gegenschein according to the, the, the lines set down in the chart room by Pard, mm-hmm. who had figured out that you needed to tack down twice to, to get down to, uh, through, um, through two skies to get to Gegenschein. And meanwhile, on deck, the uh, the crew was very relieved and happy to find that Captain Carlison and the rest of their officers are are back. Otherwise, it would have meant uh, the rest of their trip would have been under the orders of Bonden and Killick, and they would have <laughs> shot them. They would have shot themselves <laughs> if that were the case. <laughs> and uh, they they they're glad that some distance is starting to there's gonna there's some distance between the galleon and the Moya's Revenge because it just frankly, freaks them out. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't get to taste any of the food, and I don't think they particularly worried about that. How how is the crew reacting to Johnny? Uh, Because I'm sure we're... I mean, he's... I'm assuming that we're just letting him pretty much roam free on the... Oh, yeah. (laughs) It would kind of suck to be, like, in the hole. Yeah, you know, Bond, we, we pick it from one from one prison <laughs> to another. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Uh, sorry, coughing fit. Um, oh, good. For a moment, just, I thought I dropped out. No, no, he, he's. Oh man, that's not have a repeat. I just yeah, I'm skinning, skinning knuckles on the wood over here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny is quite relieved, actually, to be able to move about freely without having anybody either run away from him or try to poke at him with sticks. And he's uh, quite pleased, actually, that uh, that the little monkey squid... Oh, there was another thing, yeah. Sorry about... Sorry about calling it a squid monkey, but it is a monkey squid. Hmm. If we want to stick strictly to the text. I don't think... It's likely that anybody's going to confuse what we were talking about. <laughs> no. Uh, but, yeah. So he's quite pleased to see that the monkey squid has taken to Ravenna and uh, doesn't much have to worry about um, crazies coming after him with soap and bits of wood and just, in general, crowding around him like a taunting tribe of strangeos. <laughs> um and the crew, of course, is, is, is quite deferential to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody in particular is engaging him in conversation. He's just uh, too big for them to... Uh, <laughs> too big for them to just uh, walk up to him and start, like, trying to haze him into the crew or do anything that <laughs> indicates they're going to have a good time with him. Mm-hmm. Bonden and Killick, though, uh, well, Bonden's a little bit put out because he's just the only comment he really has to make is to Killick. What? Where? Where? Where's he gonna sleep? And Killick just looks at him and says, "Look at the size of that. Look at the size of that man. He's gonna sleep whatever he wants on top of you if he feels like it." And that's uh, that's pretty much about it. Okay. Although he does get a bit upset. 
when he sees uh, the naked unconscious man tied up to uh, at the base of one of the uh, at the base of one of the uh, masts. I forgot, I forgot about him. There he is. <laughs> yes. He's a little bit uh, he's a little bit concerned, but <clears throat> he notes um, he notes that uh, uh, even in an unconscious state, this particular individual has a familiar tinge. So he's uh, he's a bit concerned. He probably hasn't showered for a while. I'm sure that doesn't. Well, in fact, I'm pretty sure he hasn't. <laughs> that could be what you're referring to, Johnny. Don't don't stress too much. Uh, <laughs> Salty oh. dog takes on a whole new uh, meaning. He's one of the he's one of the bad people. He's one yes. Of the bad ones you asked me about. Mm. Yes, that he is. What is it we were going to do with him ag- again? I know we tied him up on there for <laughs> for some reason. Remember? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to remember what, what our plan was for him. I remember hearing we, something about a figurehead, but I think you already have one on the front of the ship. We we do. I, I think. I think we, we were we were we were, we were going to get some actual information out of him at at some point, weren't we? Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, still available to us. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, if you poke him in the morning and he's dead, well, then you know, it just saves you the yeah. trouble. It's. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I can't remember if you balked at killing him because he was so obviously insane, or thought a quick death was too good for him. Well, the it's the funky thing about uh, it's the funky thing about death in this particular setting in this in this game mechanic is. I, I I'm guessing that I'm guessing that it's perfectly all right for this guy to have croaked while all this happened, um, but the option is there. The, the option was always there to spend all these style die. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, every everybody here present get, gets uh, two style die. Um, spending all these style die just to get this guy back up to like consciousness. And at, at this point, at this stage of the game, I think it's safe to say that the only reason that he exists was so that there could be some kind of a combat early on in the game. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, between him and the ship that he was on, it was so that there would be some kind of a combat early on in the game. But he he uh, he is in fact uh, a member of the uh, um, spawn of the other night. Hmm. It, you know, it's up to you whether you want to uh, uh, resurrect him or or I mean, because he's mostly dead. Uh, resurrect him and see if you can get anything out of him, or just keep him on ice as a bargaining chip or you know put uh, like Karuk wanted to do put makeup on him and <laughs> wake him up and hand him a mirror or what yeah or you know depending on what sky we're going through if we need to get information out of him we just you know hang him outside for a spell and have him run into some of the obstacles we're flying past <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, That's what I was thinking. Wheeler wow. tree. Boom. 
This is the jungle sky. <laughs> nice little tour for you. It's like riding on a motorcycle without a faceplate, only ten times worse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and here we go. We're going through the sky of fire now. Are you sure you don't want to tell me? I'll tell you anything. <laughs> I think we were going to try to get some kind of information out of him because we did. I do remember we did make the bother of putting a, a fetter on him. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, that was. I'm, I'm guessing that was primarily out of self-defense. <laughs> but uh, that does make sense, yeah. Than, uh... And keeping fire away from him. Hmm. Yeah. All right. What's the one thing that I didn't bring up? The one thing I did not bring up on my little screen here is the book. <laughs> and that would have a lot to do with how... How do you get somebody up from... I had this, too. How do you get somebody up from mostly dead? Chicken soup. <laughs> Chicken soup for the soul. Aw. Chicken soup for the insane Khaldun. It's <laughs> available at Borders, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me see here. Mostly dead. After a character's ear is out, all sports, he's at defeat's doorstep. The character is now mostly dead. Characters are zeroed out all the prisoners. Two things. Characters unconditionally surrenders, and as a complete mercy, well, yeah. Driven insane, social pariah, bankrupted, soul burned. Ooh. Why didn't I think of that before? You wouldn't have needed the fetter. Well, no, I guess you would have. Well, we probably would have put one on him anyway, just in case. Exactly. Yeah, true. Yeah. And that's 7 games, just because a character is mostly dead does not mean, and that's in bold, does not mean they die. It does mean that the character's opponent can then knock out, clap and irons, or coup de gras the fallen character. Ooh, there's an option. <laughs> mostly dead. Often just... All right, crew darts contest. <laughs> Ooh! Ooh! <laughs> No, I was no, about no, to say, Tenem's no. being pretty bloodthirsty, and it's his own NPC. Well, I, it's the, I, I have a hard time really growing attached to an insane guy that I named Bastard, <laughs> <laughs> and that I put in his miscellany that he's a born loser. We gave him <laughs> such an inglorious defeat. Uh, well, you know, he went down burning. Mm. He went down throwing out his little balls of gasoline or whatever. Coup de grace for physical conflicts, the default assumption is that the character can only be killed and they are unconscious or otherwise helpless. Eh, damn it. Uh, what you're looking for is on 226. Yeah. Check him oh, out. For, for bringing them back, yeah. Yeah, basically he needs style dice. I got all enamored of doing away with them, but... <laughs> yeah. All right, so, yes. Once all the characters... Fortes? I'm going to try and do that now. I'm going to try and say forte instead of forts. Because I think it's probably driving people nuts that are listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> now, what does this mean? Does it mean that only one of his... What happens if we just bring one of his fortes from poor to zero? Would that make him conscious? Once all of a character's fortes are brought up to poor, normal healing may commence. Just more if we care. Yeah. Of, you know, <laughs> I mean, of like... course... 
We could also forego all of that. Like it says a couple of paragraphs down, we could just forego that if we wanted this being an NPC. You can pretty much say he's conscious now if you want. Yeah, I, you know, I like that. And and I just I don't want to see you guys spending style die just to wake this poor sad crap. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. This poor sad pig-faced butt scratch and scurvy baboon up. <laughs> There we go. Okay. And actually, considering the uh, things that we got decoded recently, we may actually be able to get some info out of him. Well, we can try. Mm. We know what to ask now. Yeah, that's true. Okay. You you can describe what you do to bring this guy around. Bucket of water. Did we cool. bring over one of the the jugs of white wine from the other ship that 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 we shot over there and all that? You know, uh, Ravenna, Ravenna, brought over two. <laughs> mm, I meant to ask about that. Yes, yeah, she was not going to leave that ship without bringing some of that wine back. <laughs> she was very adamant about that. So, yes. so if we bring back some of this conjured provision back onto our ship, mm-hmm. it it nothing happens to it. It it's still good and intact and. It doesn't remains, revert to cannonball or anything? It remains fresh, hearty, nutritious, and or alcoholic, depending on what it is. It is not even remotely like fairy gold. It's the real deal. Okie dokie. And so, yes, Ravenna, Ravenna will reluctantly give up one of those. Hey, you're the captain. Mm-hmm. Splash. Wakey, <laughs> <laughs> wakey. You'll all die. You're all going to die. That's nice, but before we we do, we'd like to know what the Cerulean Star is. Evan, what do you know about the Cerulean Star? That's what we were asking you. I don't know what you know about the Cerulean Star. Well, then what don't you know tell what us? you know about them? <laughs> <laughs> what did you splash me with? The truth serum. Ravina, what did you say that the vintage was on this? It was the year of the rocket toad. The <laughs> <laughs> rocket toad, that's yes, brilliant. A fine white wine uh, from, from, from the vineyards of Colorona, and it was, it was bottled in the year of the rocket toad. <laughs> exactly. Well, if I can get a sip of that, I'll tell you. I would think you had enough of it to uh, <laughs> just kind of slurp off of your, uh, off your, well, pick your body part there. We, 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 pretty, we doused you pretty thoroughly, sir. I want my robes back. Give me back my robes. This is ridiculous. Look at me. Yeah, it is rather ridiculous, isn't it? <laughs> he just mopes. He's very grumpy. Kari, would you please come here? You know, in, in all of the things we have done to you, you notice we have not done anything to your eyes yet. And yet, uh, we could change that very easily, and I have a feathered friend here who would be more than willing. So rather than making demands upon us, why don't you try telling us what we want to know, lest... lest harm befall you. I'll tell you what you want to know if you give me back my robe. Otherwise, K. 
kill me. Otherwise, feed me to this creature. How about if we tell you where it is? What do you mean, where it is? We know where it is. Rapool has it. Damn. Well, I was talking about your robe, actually, but, uh, but that's nice to know. Thank you. You'd be a bit addled, too, if you'd been wounded by, by a rapier and unconscious all night. Yes, Didn't I probably would. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you read my miscellany? It says, born loser. That also means I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm starting to think we should have put him over on the galleon. <laughs> you can have this big creature bite my head off. I don't care. The end is coming soon anyway. I won't be around much longer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what is this thing around my neck? Three guesses. You. First two don't count. <laughs> you bastards. Oh, wait, no, that would be you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> style point. At all possible. Yes, uh, style died to, uh, style died to Garuk. Where is, where is he? Here we go. Thank you, sir. Uh, style died to Garuk. So, yes, he's just clawing. He's, he's very unhappily, grumpily glowering and clawing at the fetter on his neck and um, wailing and gnashing his teeth. And he's not pleasant to look at. <laughs> or the smell. Did you brush this? No, you couldn't have brushed this morning because we didn't give you anything. He was a scrawny, <sighs> a scrawny um, crazy-faced, cackling, bald cultist with no Why? clothes on. And why in the hell did I bring Bakari over here? I have a hook. I completely forgot. I could have just... <laughs> uh, oh, well. It was more intimidating, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And I suppose you're talking about everything being over. That's something to do with the proto-weapon? You seem to know a great deal. More than you think. Well, then you certainly won't be needing any more information from me. Wait a minute. Yes, you will. Of course you will. You need a lot more information from me. Yes. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you everything. Since it's all going to be over soon anyway. <laughs> all you'll have to do, all you have to do is take off this fetter. I don't even need my robes back. You obviously think we've flown the ship into one too many wheeler trees or something because... Uh, and maybe the branches smacked us in the head a few too many times. If you think that is going to happen. You mundane, pitiful little weaklings are all the same. All I want is my robe, or this fetter off, or a drink of that wine that you splashed all over me. Preferably the robe. This is very embarrassing. Sir, I remind you that earlier you singed my hat. <laughs> 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 oh man! The dome hangs in the balance. He's talking about a singed hat. Uh, at the risk of being, I mean, well, hell, it's supposed to be a mutual admiration society. Take your style, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I realize it cancels they cancel each other out, but I don't care. There you go. Right. This <laughs> man wiped out an entire village, and he pushed me. <laughs> the one I'm actually willing to do for you, despite that, I'll go ahead and give him a drink of some of the wine. Uh, he enjoys it thoroughly, savoring, savoring every sip. He keeps trying to wiggle his fingers, and little sparks and tiny little bits of flame form towards the ends of his, of his hands, and he just winces and shrivels his arm back as if, uh, as if he had actually felt them burning, which was a new experience for him. Oh, I'm sorry. Is that fetter causing you pain? He glares. I'm so sorry it's working the way it's supposed to. Damn those things. You can't even count on crappy workmanship. The Cerulean Star Diamond is about about the size of half a fist. A fabulous gem. It was crafted many thousands, uh, thousands of years ago by the Arch Khaldun, Horum. And he shortly went mad after its creation, but it has passed down through many, many generations and traveled with its respective owners all over the dome as time went on. It has special enchantments, special powers. It is of indescribable beauty, but beauty means nothing because it's all going to burn soon. <laughs> but we want it. And we're going to get it. And Rapool is going to sell it to us. Okay. And I guess this is connected with your big, bad, wonderful weapon. Somehow? What weapon? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You already admitted that to us. If you're going to lie, at least do a decent job of it, you... You egg-sucking, scurvy, monkey squid. <laughs> Couldn't remember True. any of the damn... <laughs> True. You could have said jumped-up, grass-combing chunk of bat spit. Th there you go. Or, or lard-brained, screechy <laughs> gobshite. <laughs> there you go. That's what, that's what I... Really <laughs> All right. <laughs> Both of those, that, yes, that, all of that would have been acceptable. Well done. I've uh, never claimed I was all that smart. <laughs> Sips some more of the wine, tries his little flames again, flinches back. There's no proof that there was anything like a weapon, that we have a weapon. What would we want with a weapon? Except perhaps to destroy the entire dome. <laughs> why, why would you, why As... would you do that anyway? I've never understood that. Because there's no point to any of it. It all You're ends. A nihilist. It all ends in destruction. It all ends in fire. All of it. Nothing Why? breathing. Nothing living. Nothing that moves deserves to live. This is the core of the spawn of the other night. The other night presses in on the dome. It presses outwards from our souls. We see it. We dream it. We feel it from birth. We are going to bring it about. He smiles really? madly, cackles a little ah. bit more, sips some more wine. So they're going to destroy the dome because they're going to destroy the dome. Okay. 
His his eyes burn a little bit deeper with uh, a strange kind of madness. He grins. It's a very disturbing sight. He stands up. Slowly, painfully stands up. Turns around. Takes huh. a leak. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Oh, damn it, right in the wine cask. She's going to kill us. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Unless you really want that. <laughs> That's fine, too. No. Um, yes, uh, he doesn't particularly seem to care now. Oh, if that's all that you know, then I guess, John, after this quick stop we make here, we'll drop you off on fish milk and we'll go about our other business. He just grins. I don't care. You may not even make it. It may all be too late. <laughs> I certainly hope it's too late. Can I please have my robe back? No. Swine. Sorry, I can do better than that. Syphilitic, puppy-killing, slimy bastard. Uh, enough of that, you jelly-boned, thumb-sucking crud bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. Good use of materials. Where's your, where's your file here? You're racking up. You're racking them up. Here. I think I'm gonna have to stop at uh, four. <laughs> okay. Okay, so what do we do with him now? As I start conferring with the others. Because for the moment, we know one thing that he doesn't. Hmm. Yes. Well, do we still feel he has information that we will need? Well, hopefully saying this in a, a tone that he cannot overhear. That was my intention, yes. Yeah. Well, we do know that... He seems to think that they'll be getting a hold of the Cerulean Star. We've got a, a fair indication otherwise. Of course, the best thing to do would be to uh, somehow work ourselves into this mix and see what comes of it. Make sure that if the Sharpool does, in fact, still have the diamond, that it ends up otherwhere. Yes. Hard, you, what are your thoughts on the situation? You've been awfully uh, quiet. He must have been rendered Uh-oh. mute somehow. <laughs> huh. Indeed. I was in deep <laughs> contemplation. Oh, cool. I'm not the only one. All right. <laughs> I'll give you a chicken wing and see if that... If that... Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Perfect. So I wave my chicken wing in the air. <laughs> In public, no less. In public, no less. Chicken, the chicken wing of contemplation. <laughs> Deep contemplation. Even even silent, muted contemplation. Um, we're going to put him in one of these. I take it they have a, you know, cells, right? Might be better to put him in one of the cells rather than um, leaving him up on deck. And while we contemplate what to do with him. I will accept a style die from Captain Carlison if, uh, to give the uh, Moyer's Revenge a brig, a lockable brig. Done. Okie doke. Well, I don't know what you're going to do. You only got three left. <laughs> 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 
All right. So yes, you have one if you want to use it. Yep. Yes, might as well. I like has, the fact that you specified a fun. lockable brig as opposed to those unlockable <laughs> ones that so many other ships have. <laughs> Fine. Let's, let's, one at, thing. Go ahead. At any rate, he, yes, you you can you can um, lock, you know, fling him into the brig, take his wine away, and lock the cell door and walk away and go back to wherever. One thing I would like to do before we get back to someplace that it may matter, considering that we know that there are people looking for the Moya's revenge in particular, I'm wondering how still flyable that glider is. Hmm. I um. I would say that it was pretty badly smashed up when it crashed into the ship, but again, for style die, you can repair it and make it flyable if you wish. Well, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly cosmetic damage, but uh, may need a little bit of work on it here or there. We can probably put Bondin and 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 Lakilic on it with some with some supervision and get us something that we can make use of. To not necessarily put the revenge under the, oh, incorrect eyes, as it were. Hmm. That's pretty slick. <laughs> That's pretty slick. All right. So, uh... That's why he... If you, uh, if you go ahead and issue those orders, uh, I'm going to take a style die so that you will, within, uh... It's going to take a while, actually. It'll probably take, uh... Take a couple of days... To That's fully fine. repair the thing. Um, the whole time, Ravenna is, is just looking at it saying, Ew! <laughs> there was blood all over it! There was a foot in it! Ew! And then, of course, you know, Killick and, mm. and or Bondin will just chase her away. I'm sorry, missus, I'm under orders. i got to fix the thing and make it fly. I'm sorry. Just go over there. Go over there. Don't even look. Etc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a foot in there. And get that, get that <laughs> damn monkey squid out of here. He's trying to stealing our tools and... <laughs> Just crapping all over the deck on my knees all through the forenoon watcher, scrubbing and scrubbing and yeah. toiling and toiling in low light. Bite my ass, what a life! <laughs> so yes, yeah. she wanders off. Yeah, from all the information that we've we've gotten so far, we need as many aces up our sleeve as we can manage, and this will help. Mm-hmm. All right, there's uh, there's travel taking place. I'm I'm not. Um, I confess not having done the proper homework to determine just how long it would take to get to uh, even the vicinity of Gagenshine. I think. Speed of plot. Speed of plot. Speed of plot, yeah. Yeah, you're the GM spitball it. Come on now. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> it takes... It does. After a time... <laughs> and it comes to pass... And it came to yeah. pass that, yes, uh, as, the su- as the sun rises, as mm. the sun rises in the lower jungle st- uh, sky, getting nearer to your destination, you hear calling over from... Uh, the galleon. You hear a megaphone voice calling over from the galleon. Uh, 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 Rooster teeth! 
Ahoy! Ahoy, Rooster Teeth! Yes, what is it? I don't suppose, um... I don't suppose you're angry with us or anything. Perhaps you could... Uh, 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 you, uh, uh, oh. uh, uh, hold a grudge. Could you hold a grudge? Um, I am feeling somewhat testy this morning. Hold oh. on a second. Oh, splendid. Splendid. Oh, Love the guns. We don't have to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to call him a butt-ugly, dung-digging, wiggling maggot. <laughs> I heard that. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) We could in turn call you a duck-kneed, dung-munching crap sack, if it would help. (laughs) Well, that's, uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, If you want to, cannon fire would be so much better. We're, 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 (laughs) we're a formidable vessel. And you'd better not, better not try to fire your cannons at us. I wouldn't even dream where of are, it if I were you. <clears throat> where are our guns? The the galleon takes in a little bit of sail and slows uh, slows its pace a bit. If the the Moyers or Wrens would like to come alongside. Or not? It's up indeed. to you. Okay. In, indeed, sure. It's about right. time to to feed them. <laughs> Ravena is standing by, as uh, has solid shot loaded and uh, four cannon on the oar on your starboard side. Shoot them! <laughs> Fire! And it's breakfast time on the Guanaloco. <laughs> Plenty of hot steaming. Uh, Cooked fare uh, ends up over there on the uh, on the other vessel, and everybody seems to be singing, dancing, and happy again. You uh, you actually see you actually see Doctor Pegrini settled in on top of one of the boats, one of the away boats, on on the stretched canvas that ends up being tarped over them or tarp, whatever. He's sleeping. He's getting some shut eye, and the, cool. ca- the cannon don't even wake him. Are we sure he's asleep? <coughs> if you train a telescope on him, you could probably see him reach up and scratch his nose or something and turn over. Okay. Considering how much effort he put into removing anything vaguely hazardous from that ship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About the only thing he can keep, the only thing he can't keep them from doing is uh, punching each other, having sex, or jumping overboard. <laughs> And, you know, that's pretty much pirate ship fare anyway, so what the hell. And, and they may not even do it in that order. True. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's some splendid visuals. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, you are getting very near to Gegenschein. As in, uh, not too, in not too much time further, not too much more time, you're going to be within uh, uh, visual if uh, the navigation is correct, and I believe it is because Parr did it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We guarantee success. Yep. He, he did the math. Yeah, or at least a relatively uneventful journey, unless... I don't know. Is it a relatively uneventful journey? <laughs> From where you were to Gagenshine, yes. Mm. Um, 
Captain Carlison has thrown a little spin on the ball in that now he has a scout vessel, a vehicle that he can make use of if he wishes to. I guess we should see how the good doctor plans to deal with this ship. Is it what, what, what his idea was. The thought that I had had early on after discovering the little secret of their ship was to find some way to arrange to have it permanently anchored outside Port Gulliver and so that pirate ships entering and leaving could take shots at it as they did so. Mm. But but now uh, we'll see what the good doctor wants to do at this point. Uh, very altruistic. Mm. Well, it's not like the pirates wouldn't get something out of, out of it. Half of those ships' gunnery crews need the practice. That's, <laughs> that is very practical. That's very practical. <laughs> not, not to mention it's, a, it, it's, a, it's not only good target practice, it's a continual source of revenue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although That's from what true, from what Pard discovered though, when he uh, when he did a little bit of uh, investigating on his own, mm-hmm. the ship itself might not particularly like that. Ah, hey. yeah. plans of its own. Yeah, which it, it, it did want to continue. It did want to keep moving. It did seem to want to continue traveling and. Um, moving around, but there is that. Uh, okay, you wanted to find out what Dr. Pagrini wanted to do once he reached Gagenshine. Yes. Other than explore the museum. Who is <laughs> really? Who is it that wants to hail? Uh, who is it that wants to hail the the galleon? Well, oh. someone else was about to say something, and I, and I didn't realize it until after I started saying "well." <laughs> what? What have you got? <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you were going to to to, to like, say something. Say something. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say. Well, if if if, uh, if no one else wants to, I I could uh, either we could shout over at him, or I could take Bakari and we could do a fly over. That's just... probably more ad- advisable. The like uh, latter one. Okay. Well, good. It'll give him a chance to uh, stretch his wings. He's been gnawing on the gnawing on the railings again. Damn him. Yeah, I just have to get that sanded back out. <laughs> well, anyway, later. Let's. Yeah, it'll give Killick and Bond something to do after they're done. Uh, Getting the glider working, yeah. The, uh, oh, yes, we'll be infinitely grateful for that added work. Thank you so much, yes. I yes. figured you would. <laughs> toilet, 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 never ends. Rotating snot rag of a bastard. Okay, uh, so, yes, you're flying over to the... Are you flying over to the Guanoloco with Bakari? Yes, we are. We yes, are flying so over... Do. No, no, we're going over this. No. I understand. <laughs> Stop making detours, Bakar. I just want a little, a little. Just 
indulgence here. Just to, I'm making him sound like Gilbert Gottfried. What's up with that? Um, <laughs> God, don't do that. <laughs> no, I will not. <laughs> Let me just get it out of my system. Now. I would like a little indulgence here. <laughs> Good. Yeah. You feel better? <laughs> okay. And so he's uh yeah, he's take he's taking the lawn route. <laughs> yes, he's taking the scenic route over to the other to the yes. ship. Let me know when he lands on deck. <laughs> After some some loops and and very keen looking uh aerial Stunt work. He he finally guides me into the uh, onto the deck of the other uh, of the of the galleon. Okay. Captain Bartholomew Beltwhite greets you. <laughs> ah, there you are. Here's here's some uh, there's some fine pudding here. Take this. It it's it's still hot. You can. I uh, I don't have any pudding for 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 your rock. That's very big. Very big animal. Uh, um, maybe we've got something else over here for it. Keeps trying to push food on you. <laughs> I give uh, Bakari the pudding. His uh, second in command, Evelyn, um, just uh, smiles and and um, um, smiles and curtsies to you, and just keeps kind of moving in your direction and. Stepping closer and putting her hands behind her back and rocking on her heels and then curtsying and smiling and moving until finally she's um, full, flat, bodily up against you. Oh, geez. Smiling up into your, <laughs> smiling up into your face. Hands behind her back. Bright-eyed. Uh, yeah, uh... Well, he- hello, yes. Um... Uh, Doctor! <laughs> Doctor Fagrini! Uh. <laughs> Excuse me, uh, I, uh, it's very, uh, very, 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 I am at a loss, and that is saying something. But you, you, do that cur- you do that curtsy very well, my dear. Mm. She uh, she smiles even wider, and she's happier, and her eyes get brighter, and so she curtsies while she's right up against you, <laughs> and says, yes. "You you read that book too, didn't you?" Uh, what what? Which book would that be? I have eleven of them. <laughs> the hell? And her name was Sophia, and she grins. Oh, no, I couldn't fix it. It was too badly broken. Grins wider. (laughs) You have a beautiful, beautiful face. It took me ages to get that splinter out. And she grins wider. And (laughs) Dr. Pagrini comes out from behind one of the bulkheads and sees sees, um, Evelyn engaging in social... Social intercourse and just kind of smiles and waits. You should read the next chapter of the book. It talks about personal space. (laughs) 
loop? I, I could never get the fabric to do something like that. She grins wider. Oh, sure you can. You just have to put the needle in the in in the armpit of the squid monkey. You monkey. bastard! Yeah. And she slaps you across the face. And walks away. <laughs> Really, Kuroka, you shouldn't have insulted her like that. <laughs> I, 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 I didn't realize I had. I'm, a, I'm a sorry, sir. I have fun with you. There is no telling of what Evelyn will do. And she only listens, and it seems to be able to communicate with the captain, so-called the captain about wipe, but uh, uh, almost completely harmless. I hope she did not hurt you too badly. A simple slap across the face. Uh... No, I I figure it uh, goes well with my tattoos. But how uh, how can I uh, how how well, can I serve you? What what? Well, we are approaching Gugazimus and Hai What the? And uh, we were what? Gigenshine. We are approaching Gigenshine, and 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 we were wondering what uh, what uh, you wanted to do here with the now that we're. Now that we are nearly uh, at our destination. Uh, you have to forgive me. I, 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 if I see Madame Struck, it's because I did not believe I would ever actually make it to Gegenstein. I am closer than ever to... I am closer than ever to finding Gladys. Oh, this, this is wonderful. This is a wonderful... Uh, 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 I, I do not wish to bring the ship in um, just as it is. There's no telling who would... Well, I couldn't... Uh, I must somehow reconnoiter. I must somehow make it into Gegenschein to find the, the lay of the land. I can take one of the boats. I can take one of the uh, away boats here and uh, and uh, go in, go into the harbor and find out where would be the safest place. There are many people I must speak to. There are many deals I must make. I somehow must find out how to sell the galleon. Uh, sell. Shoot. I'm sorry, Pard. Pard, you dropped out. Oh. Um. You wish to sell the galleon? There, there was a in in uh, earlier conversations with with him that was one uh, one of the things that he yeah. revealed was that was part of his plan: sell the galleon to someone, uh, oh. so that he could yeah. relocate all the people on it to safer places. That's right. We had we had some thoughts about that, didn't we? Mm. Uh, uh, doctor, do you need to be here to uh, keep these people under? Sedation. I mean, control. Sedation. <laughs> hmm. Uh, I have not. Uh, I have not administered any kind of drugs uh, uh, to to the patients. I had to. I had to get rid of all uh, that kind of thing too, because they would no doubt have gotten their hands on it and could have killed themselves with uh, with taking it too much of it. But. Um, no, no, no! You misunderstand me. I, I, the, the, your, your humble servant here merely, merely asks if uh, you would be uh, able or willing to fly back to uh, our ship, and just that way we could all have this conversation, and there's much less relaying of information and then second oh. guessing and things of that sort. I, I can do that. Yes. I kind of do that. Yes, that the ship would be perfectly fine if, uh, if for whatever strange reason uh, someone takes it into their head to sail away. Uh, uh, your ship uh, seems to be much faster than this one, anyway. Yes. Well, we, uh, you know, 
<laughs> I, yes. I could uh, fly over with you or take one of the boats here. It, uh, it, uh, it matters not. And uh, Bakari opens his beak and starts to say, "Well, taking a boat." And <laughs> and uh, Karuk says, "Oh yes, just hop on his back and we can fly over." <laughs> very quickly very quickly <laughs> if, uh, if, uh, if you say so I, I have never uh, I have never ridden on a rocket before this will be uh, uh, unique and exciting and new experience for me <laughs> oh, believe me it's the highlight of my day as well <laughs> I'm assuming the, that uh, Bakari just Bikari, said yes. yes okay all right, but Greeny settles uh, himself onto the back of the ruck. Sorry, I've been trying to find the right voice for him, and I'm still kind of, so he may have different voices <laughs> for a while, but I think I like that one. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, so, okay, so um, if you've never ridden a ruck before, uh, then uh, I'll make sure we 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 don't do anything uh, too stressful. <laughs> Light, and he gives Bukari a stern but friend, you know, he's... It's a it's a warning look, but it's kind of a shared thing between the two of them, and and uh, so just just hold on to well anything you can really because this is going to be a bit of a bumpy ride. Uh, he just uh, grabs onto the belt loops or side bandoliers or whatever yeah. you got on you. Uh, yep. All right, let's go. And uh, we take. It does feel weird narrating this whole thing. I feel like I'm monopolizing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we we fly back to the ship and uh, well since I don't I'm going to make a quick roll to see if because I feel weird just just commanding what he does he uh, oh let's see does he do yeah he he's a little ornery and and does some some uh, <laughs> he he does some rather uh, steep uh Loops. <laughs> and on the way in for the landing makes it look as though they're about to crash into the side of the of the ship of the uh yeah. Pulls up at the last second. Oh it's all in a daze. It's all part of the fun, the thrill of the flight. <laughs> Bakari <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let him keep some of his dignity for sky's sake. Yeah, let me know when you landed on the deck of the Moiser Yeah, we, we, <laughs> we land on the yeah. on the deck. Okay, Doctor Pagrini has indeed kept his dignity. Uh, however, uh as as he slides slowly off the side of the bird, <laughs> he looks a little green. <laughs> green. You, you Karuk, however, feel something um, slightly slimy and wet on your back. Oh no! <laughs> he kept his dignity, but he didn't quite keep his breakfast. So. Uh, <laughs> Forgive me, well, I. I am so sorry. I'm so oh, sorry. I I did not know uh, that it would be quite like that. <laughs> Well, neither, neither did I. Um, a thousand you know, apologies. Uh, uh, and a thousand pardons back at you. Oh. Yeah. 
Wasn't it fun, though? Isn't it something you'll remember for the rest of your life? Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, oh, I, that I will not as soon forget my first rock ride. No, I won't. Uh, excuse me. He just steps a little further away and pulls out a small hanky and wipes his, <laughs> wipes his mouth. Pardon me, I'm going to go and stir up some grub. I love a good flight. <laughs> okay. Takes off toward the, uh, well, I don't know. I, we never established what rucks eat, and uh, so I'm going to just, he goes and, uh, I, I'm going to go and see if there's anything left from the last cannon shot. Fair enough. All right, uh, let's see. <laughs> so, so uh, okay, so uh, Picard okay. flies over to the Guanoloco, and we, uh, I'm, I'm going to assume we all gather in uh, whatever spa space you want to have this discussion in. Uh, cabin's Excuse probably I, best. Excuse me while I go change my, my wing cloak. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Heads off and does that and comes back in. Yeah. Okay. Well, Doctor, we should soon be within sight of uh, Gegensheim. I, I, cannot, I cannot express how grateful I am to you for, uh, for uh, not only finding a way so quickly uh, with the navigation and, and pointing out who I, could, uh, who I could depend on, but well, for everything else, you have been absolutely uh, wonderful. I'm, I'm a bit of a I'm, a... I'm at a loss as to what to do next. I know I must find... Uh, I know I must find Gladys, first of all. And someone to sell the ship to. Yeah, so as long as the... As the people there are... Fighted for somehow, we'll... All will be well. Uh, for both of our sakes, I think we don't want to get these ships... Too close in until we... Uh, really have reason to. I agree. I agree. It, uh, there's, uh, there's a no doubt. I don't. I have no idea where the officers that deserted her ended up. Uh, whether they lived, uh, made it anywhere. Whether there is a bulletin out for the ship. Rumors of mm. it. It could be. Uh, it could be as eagerly sought as your vessel is. Yes. Well, hopefully we left the the crew far behind. As for as others, well, you never know. Hmm. Have you ever flown a glider? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a heck of an aerial day for the good doctor. <laughs> the, good, mm -hmm. the good doctor turns a slightly, uh, slightly paler shade of green. A lighter shade of pale. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, personally, I'm. I mean, personally, I'm kind of looking forward to like, like trying one out. I mean, just from looking at it, it seems similar to. A skyship. There's a wheel. It goes fast. What more could you need to know, right? Well, I, I will. I will admit. I, I have. I have a flown of the glider of the type uh, that you have on your deck. Uh, I've uh, trained with uh, wing cloak as well. That, of course, was many, many years ago. My early Barathi spider training required it. I had to know how to do all those things, but of course, uh, as my role became more and more administrative, all those things fell away. I am not, uh, I am not a young man anymore. 
I, I do not have the confidence I once did in such endeavors. If it is required oh, of me... I'm sorry? Um, uh, I, was, I was going to say nonsense, sir. Flying a, a wing cloak's like flying a wing cloak. You <laughs> never quite forget. <laughs> oh, yes. It, the knowledge of how is, uh, is there for, uh, for all of your life once you master it. Uh, the strength, however, to maintain the flight and the, and the distance and the maneuverability, that, uh, that can wane. But if it is required of me, I will do whatever it is you think best, because... Uh, because of the great debt that I owe you, and because I will do anything to find a Gladys and bring this uh, chapter of my life to an end and begin a bright new one. Yes. Will the glider fit all of us? Uh, or it's a two-seater. Two-seater. Yeah. Hmm. See, how far can we stretch the definition of, of uh, two here? Hmm. <laughs> well, Kuruk can fly over on his rook, right? Yep. Surely there's some cargo space we can stuff somebody into. There was room under one of the seats for the mail packet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Uh, what was your plan, Captain? Uh, how many? Who, where did you want to go with the glider? Into Gegenschein? Yes. If if, uh, if you wanted the many people to go to Gegenschein, then uh, you could you could certainly take uh, one of the boats from from the uh, Guano Local or even one of your away boats from here. This is true. I, I, depending on how many people you wish to 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 go in. Well, okay. We'll go with an away boat for now. It's pro you're you're probably right. We should probably keep this particular ace up our sleeve should we need to. Well, that's, that's very good of you. I, I, uh, I put any one of the smaller uh, on-deck vessels at your disposal from the Guanoloco, uh, if you wish to use one of those, uh, depending on the size and how far away we are. All right, so who's going ashore? Hmm? Fine. All of us? Uh, well, I... Yeah, we we can leave Killick and... What's the other guy's name, Bond? Uh, Bonden. Bonden, I keep... I'm sorry, I keep calling him Bond. And he's not uh, Sean Connery. Um, James Bond. <laughs> he's not even George Lazenby. That's right. <laughs> and he's certainly not Roger Moore, for God's sake. Um, uh, far from it. <laughs> we are thankful. But, uh, yeah, they can... Ma- they can man the, uh, the ship while we're gone. We're important people on the ship. We need to go in the landing party, just like on Star Trek. <laughs> okay. Ravina, can you fly like lighter? I say knowing what how, how she's going to I- initially react, but uh, <laughs> might as well take a shot. I can fly a glider... I'm not going anywhere near that glider. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm sure Bonden and Killick cleaned it out very, very well. It has a it... foot in it. Ew. That's what happens when people pilot gliders. If we're Listen, all going just... ashore, then I'm going in one of the boats. I am not flying that blood-soaked thing. 
people got killed in it. People got bitten and bitten away. Sky sharks attacked it. It's open. For, I'm no. I'm going in the boat. If you want, if you want the glider uh, to come, someone else is going to have to do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, what I was thinking was if you wanted to keep watch on the the ships, if something happened here, get in the glider, come and get, get us. Fine. You see, you 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 may not even need to. Think of it that way. All right. If something if something tragic or terrible or sudden happens to either one of these ships, then I will certainly order Killer to go get you myself. <laughs> <laughs> Message received and understood, Captain. She smiles. I'm sure that should the event arise, you will do the right thing. I'm sure, too. Takes a sip of wine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we will do the right thing. Won't we, little monkey squid? And she plays with the monkey squid for a while. I'm not going to do the voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not going to do the cutie. Uh, you know, yeah. I can't. You know, if it would help motivate you, he could come with us. And then that way you would be... This monkey squid is not leaving this ship or my presence. Thank you very much. No, that won't be happening. Monkey squid stays with me. I suspect Johnny wouldn't be too happy about it either. No, Johnny wouldn't like it either. You're right. Oh, speaking of which, right. is, what is this? Are we leaving him just... Johnny is, standing, Johnny is standing by the mast and is extremely happy. Okay. He is looking at the mast and just smiling at it. The mast is just kind of going, hmm, 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 hmm. This mast is bigger than me. I like it. Apparently it's oh. mutual. <laughs> That's a little disturbing. I'm going to go on to the, uh, we're going to go on to the, uh, I- on the island for a bit. Yes, let's let's get on our our way here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let them be alone. So we've got uh, we've got Karuk taking Bakari, and the rest of uh, the party, minus uh, uh, Ravenna, who's going to remain on the ship to keep watch on what's going on there. Uh, taking one of the boats from the Guanaloco to the harbor at Gagenshine. It's a relatively relatively small port, not not anything near the size of the Grand Wharf at the Zultanate of Calrona, but neither is it a tiny little uh, fishing village of any kind. It's, it's a medium-sized town. Everything there is relatively in good repair and new because it's uh, it's a very well-maintained Calrona colony. There are several ships. There are several ships docked. In the harbor, one of them, Captain Carlison recognizes. Indeed. You do. It, uh, you, you, the last time you saw it was when you were in the Zultanate of Calrona, as uh, you were leaving probably rather rapidly. Hmm. And it is the Shield of Vows. Good thing we left the ship out 
the way there. Yes, it's a well-armed, frigate-sized uh, Zoltanit. Zult Uh-oh, who did I lose? Hello? Hello. Oh, wow. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. Still don't know what the deal is, but it, it's, uh, as I knock oh, wood, happening less tonight. Yes, we're, we're narrowing it down. I'm having a friend come over tomorrow to look at it. He's got some ideas. Oh, cool. All right. Good deal. Yeah. Okay, so yes, uh, there is, a, there is a, a ship in the harbor, a well-armed frigate, the Shield of Vows, and it is commanded by... It is commanded by Zirdar Kalameth, the Bold. Zirdar Kalameth. Yep. Hmm. How unfortunate. <laughs> oh, well. At least it won't be a boring trip. Hmm. What, uh, what seems to be the, uh, the, the, the problem, uh, uh, Captain? Oh, just some old friends. Uh, judge, by the way, you say that uh, that uh, the, they are not, in fact, the friends. Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps we should uh, move along the coast, or I could try at a different time, or you could put me off. So long as I make it to shore, I could get my business taken care of, or if you think it is too risky, I abide no, by your decision. It's it's a small island. I don't know that we're going to have a better opportunity than here. Let's go ahead and put ashore here, and what will be, will be. Ah, that's a wonderful. Thank you so much. Okay, the, uh, yep, the away boat uh, docks by uh, one, of, one of the smaller wharves coming away from the town. There's uh, quite a bit of cargo on the docks and barrels and crates and piles of rope, and you're directed by uh, uh, some of the people on the wharf to one of the smaller... Uh, uh, smaller berths for uh, smaller boats, and somebody grabs the painter and just ties you off, so you're ready to go ashore. All right. You see a pretty pretty busy um, pretty busy dock, a series of docks actually. Lots of people moving back and forth. There's uh, a brisk trade going on with uh, boats arriving and leaving. Lots of people. Very busy. There's uh, your normal uh, sale shops, taverns, inns, clothiers. Just uh, just grab your favorite town in any RPG that you played, <laughs> and, and stick whatever uh, whatever shops and uh, uh, funky, bizarre traveling types in there. Okay, we are we are flying overhead to make sure we're not you know having to worry about people having to duck and. Uh, as we fly over, we spot a vendor selling ruck feathers, and Vakari uh, proceeds to let oh my. drop a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Aiming for the head of the, of the vendor as they fly by. Do you want to roll for that? Let's call that a difficulty 11. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, um... Why the hell not? Uh, where are my dice? Shoot. Oops. Okay. I believe my ruck is expert. <laughs> <laughs> okay, my dice rolled an 11, so adding whatever the mod... The, um, so that would be plus 4. 
It would be 15. I don't know. I don't remember how whether we add his qualities in there as well. I don't have him in front of me. So, but I passed the thing anyway, so. <laughs> I'm uh <laughs> <laughs> I lost, uh, wow, I don't even have, wait a minute, how can I have, well, I lost uh, Andros. No, I'm still here. Oh, who did I lose? Hello? Oh, I lost Mark. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Wow. Maybe it's That's different. I think, no, no, can't be. No. Connecting. Oh, this isn't good. User not online. Bummer. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh. All right. Got to give it a few minutes or 30 seconds or something like that. Oh, by the way, uh, you now have four style die. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's an excellent idea. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know anybody who sold rock feathers, but I like the idea of them trying, and I like, uh, there we go. Well, you figure, I mean, they've got the plumage and everything, so. Let's see. There he is. Let me try this again. Invite to conference. Ringing. There Help, we go. Help, I dropped out of the universe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, this time it was just you. That was strange. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay, so like yes, this, uh, this actually watched Skype cycle from from it's like you all vanished off the thing that I saw that I had nobody on on online and then everybody came back up and it was I don't know bizarre <laughs> weird very bizarre yeah so yeah having rolled a fourteen on taking a dump on the rocks feather salesman <laughs> you uh, not only catch him squarely on the head but the splatter ruins his stock. So I'm oh, be... sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, um, get... the harbor constables, uh, the harbor constables take note of that, look up, see the ruck. They laugh. <laughs> they think it's quite funny. Um, one of them stops laughing and then pokes the other one and kind of like starts talking to him. And then they begin looking around. You notice that uh, other harbor constables, they're not all over the place, but they are concentrated rather heavily in this area, are keeping an eye open for someone. Hmm. Hmm. I fear my notoriety, man. <sighs> they don't seem to be... Uh, they don't seem to be just making their normal, boring, daily, happy patrols, but they are intent uh, on finding, uh, on, on keeping their eyes open for someone specifically. That reaction, well, I'll have to remember this town. Hmm. <laughs> All right, at this point, there's, and it's, it's time to get into... their reaction, he, he gets a little bit of an uncomfortable look. On his face. Not that anyone could tell from this high up, but I'm just letting you know. Yes, the soles of his feet look very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And after what they saw, not a lot of people are all that intent on looking straight up at the bottom of a rock. 
So, uh, I think we're going to get into, we're, we're, it's time to get into die rolls. Hmm. And uh, it's going to be, uh, it's essentially going to be, can you evade the harbor patrol and not hmm. be recognized? Dr. Pigrini is starting to get a little bit nervous. Uh, Captain, uh, Captain De Carlos and I, I, I was at the Gegenschein many years ago. I have a some familiarity with it. Uh, if I may take my leave, uh, I will, I will attempt to find you again. This time tomorrow. In the meantime, I must go off and look for Gladys. Can do what you must, you must serve. Uh, is there anything we can do? Yes. Sorry. No, that's my bad. I shouldn't have been saying it. I'm not there. I'm up above. I I uh, I can only uh, I can only request that you uh, be very very careful and 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 uh, take all precautions and safety. And the captain he was just talking to got dropped by Skype. <laughs> Damn. Wow. What is that? a coincidence? What the hell's going on now? <laughs> Oh, did it's uh, it's not Andros tonight now. Wow. No, it, it was Andros. I'm wondering if maybe it has, maybe it's your computer that's. Called What'd you say? Called out? No, it called failed. Uh, oh, oh. Yeah. I I saw that. You. Dropped again. Invite to conference. Ringing, calling. It must progress. be catching. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Doctor Doctor Green says to uh, be careful. <laughs> Thank you very much. Be careful, and he runs away. Huh. <laughs> That's all right. We have his boat. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. So, what okay. do we do in the meantime? Or Pard, rather, since he's since. But if he wants to get to where he can hear us, I suppose he could. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm trying to evade the... Uh, being as, as he has such low status among his people, Kurok is of the uh, rather self-absorbed opinion that they may be trying to avoid, or that they may be looking for him. So mm-hmm. he's keeping himself as far away from potential harbor patrol as possible the uh, the harbor the harbor patrol guys that saw the uh, the rock crap incident and got such <laughs> a big kick out of it and then started uh, talking about it have met up with two others and are showing them a piece of paper and there, uh, the four of them are looking around themselves and looking at the piece of paper and looking up. Probably wasn't the smartest thing you've ever done, Bakari. They were selling rock feathers. What kind of barbarity is that? <laughs> I'm still here, right? You are. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Many people have been asking that question throughout the ages. <laughs> uh, that is... Yeah. 
Are we looking for someone in particular in this town? I don't think we are. This is sort of our way station until we start working on the other considerations, although unless I'm forgetting something, which is entirely possible. Well, I think you, uh, as, so far as uh, what you needed to get accomplished for Dr. Begrini and the, and the Guano Loco, getting mm-hmm. to Gagenshine, yeah. that, uh, that was certainly accomplished in the meantime. I do want to make sure sh- yeah, I do want to want to make sure that the that the uh, insane people on board are going to be cared for rather than just sold back into slavery again. Although I do trust uh, Doctor Pigrini, who knows about the people he's selling them to, he's selling the ship to. Other than that, I don't know. Well, well I, I leave it up to you guys whether you want to hang around or not, or or go back to. Uh, or go back to the revenge. One of the harbor patrol has broken off from the group of four and is heading, from the best you can tell, he disappeared into the crowd, but he was heading in the direction of the wharf that was uh, where the uh, Shield of Vows was birthed. If I can get a moment of uh, relatively few harbor patrolmen in the immediate vicinity, I will swoop down and discuss with my captain as to uh, the current situation. All right. Pard, what do you think? He's... He's stricken mute again. He's stricken mute again. I was trying to... Yes, I'm here. Um, <laughs> Yay! Just get problems from um, the people from that ship? People are having trouble with people from, from that ship. Where the harbor patrol seems to be on their way there. So, okay. and was it that you had run across this vessel before? Oh, kind of missed, missed each other by a very little bit or something like missed that. Missed by that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> hmm. Well, perhaps we shouldn't be too easy to find, then. So what do you suggest? We need to be here to... In case the good doctor gets into some kind of trouble, I'm sure that's going to happen at some point. Okay. Are are we keeping an eye on him, or he... I thought he just went on off on his way. He just wandered off, but... uh, it doesn't strike me that he really needs our help much here. If he did, he didn't. Uh, he he certainly went off in a hurry. Hmm. He was a spider. What could you do? <laughs> Those wacky Barathi spiders. It's oh, Pagrini, the wacky Barathi. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we could head head back, or we could find a nice tavern somewhere here and sample the local goods. Hmm. Oh, let's do the tavern. I'm itching for a fight. <laughs> oh, you've done what quite enough today. What makes you think this a fight? <sighs> what hmm? makes you think there isn't? <laughs> that was an excellent shot, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> it was rather fun, actually. I mean, no, it was a horrible thing, and I should not have done it. He said, <laughs> 
at uh, at uh, Kuruk trying to hide whatever would pass for a ruckish <laughs> a ruckish grin. I don't know how that would work with a beak, but just for the sake of the story. Now, was that an in, intentional pun? <laughs> yes. Well, it, it wasn't until I thought of it after I said it. <laughs> <laughs> in that case, it don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I'll just let it stand. So you uh, do you guys go to a tavern or you're getting by the but uh, what should we what do you what do you want to do? It was an awful long trip. I could use a little refreshment first. What do you say? I think that sounds like an excellent idea. Um, where's Rick going to go while we're in the tavern? That's a good question. Be Rook. Yeah. I shall not be addressed as some sort of common foul. No. I'm, I, oh. <laughs> of course. Of course. He is one of our one of our companions, isn't he? Let's see. I'll just fly about. Don't mind me. I'll just be flying, flitting about from tree to tree, or from tavern to tavern. Akare, that's his name, uh, right. Taking pot shots on <laughs> unsuspecting <laughs> passers-by. Oh, good. Reminds them of their shitty existence. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. He doesn't see that last part. That was just me being me. Well, one would think, yeah, Bakari would be having a blast. This is probably a rare <laughs> opportunity for him to just yeah. fly around as much as he wants. Exactly. Yeah, this looks like a, a likely establishment right here. Uh huh. Okay, you uh, you um, um, step into the uh, the gangrenous toe, <laughs> and it's uh, clean but dark inside. I don't know if I need a style dice for this. I'll leave that up to the glorious game master. But I was thinking there's nothing in the rules that I know of that says anything at all about how Rux uh, and um, the their writers work together. So I'm going to say that that uh, Rux are a bit like dogs and cats in that they have hearing outside of the normal range of of you know humans. And that there's a whistle around, or some, you know, bone whistle or something like that, that uh, he carries around his on a thong around his neck. And so if he comes to a point where, you know, so he can be like, you know, if you need me, just give a little whistle, and, you know, he can be off doing his own thing. Hmm. There is also the empathic bond that you uh, esta- had established with him at character creation. So. Oh, that's true. I forgot about true. that because we haven't yeah. really had a chance to use... Never mind then. Screw the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Sorry about that. Yes. Okay. Continuing. I just... Okay. All right. And, uh, yes, uh, there's a couple of free tables. There's, there's room at the bar. One of the waiters comes by. Calamari special today. You want some calamari? We got a lot of it. We boiled it. Or do you just want a drink? 
I've heard the Akbar is quite good this time of year. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh. I shall have a tall glass of your house specialty, sir. Right. Looks a pard. I think a tankard of mead is in order. Looks at Karuk. I shall take a glass of the house special and an order of the Akbar calamari, please. Uh, it's a trap. Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> All right, calamari, calamari, house special, house special, mead. Okay. Runs off. It's quite atmospheric, don't you think? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we've got Cylon. Oh, man. <laughs> what? We're He's possessed. Cylon. He's possessed by a robot. <laughs> He's possessed by a robot. Um, yes, it is very atmospheric in the gangrenous toe. There's standard seafaring, seafaring clientele, some merchants hanging around. Nobody particularly rough. It's just a pleasant... You could almost bring a family in here. It's so nice and clean. Very cool. <laughs> Drinks, uh, drinks get set down in front of you, and uh, boiled, squ- uh, boiled, a squiddy octopusy type stuff in a bowl, set down in front of Karuk, and a wooden fork. Dives, dives into his calamari with, with great gusto. gusto. So wrong about <laughs> something so wrong about hearing that robotic voice. <laughs> Squid and a cyborg. You're going to short-circuit yourself. Mm. We have a plan. (laughs) I'm just going to wait for this. Actually, let me try something and see if it helps. Okay, is it gone or is it still there? It's gone. What would you do? I unplugged my USB headset and plugged it back in. Oh, wow. Interesting. It's <laughs> more, I, I'm such a complicated person when it comes to things like this. <laughs> yeah, you just banged on it and it fixed yeah, it. Yeah, pretty much, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Well, it's like my microwave. Listening? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anybody listening? That's how you fix that if you ever have that cyborg thing. <laughs> well, good. That's just in time. Because the doorway darkens. The doorway darkens momentarily with uh, two of the harbor patrol looking in. Their eyes uh, pan across the, the, the tavern and settle on you. And then uh, they step out back into the street again. But You the door... being... Yes, I was asked that myself. You being... Which you? Uh, you as in all three of you. Ah. Hmm. And the uh, the doorway darkens again, and you see standing in the doorway a very, very well-dressed, as in to the nines, with a perfect hairstyle, in, 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 in a kind of a, uh, a white from top to bottom. Everything that he's wearing is white. Captain of the... Uh, oh, I just, lost, I just captain of the shield of oh, vows, and I just lost Eric. 
the hell? Yay. It's going to be over soon when it's my turn. What the hell? <laughs> oh, this is got this is just I don't got, know, it's better than worse better or worse than just me popping out all the I guess it was my turn in the uh at the firing line. <laughs> Apparently yeah. so. Wow. Hell? When it gets to be me then it's gonna be all of us, so wow. <laughs> So, yes, uh, he, there you are in the tavern. You've got your drinks. Everything was nice until the captain, captain. of the, uh, the Shield of Vows walked in. Captain uh, Zirdar... Where the hell is he? Oh, Zirdar Kalameth, the Bold. Uh, he steps into the tavern slowly, confidently, has a white cane. He is every inch the fashionable and resplendent fop. Oh, where's Bakari when I need him? Really? Stepping in behind him, you see a, uh, much to your surprise, actually, you see a Colroni, a Colrona musketeer, which is probably one of the last people you would expect to see in the company of his alternate captain, and yet there he is. Hmm. Uh, and behind him, stepping in to the tavern, is a ruck rider. A shaku. Oh, that wasn't what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, this can't uh, be good. Yeah. Do you know him? I you, do. He yes, says you can. You can style. if you want. Indeed. You that yes you do. His he is uh he is of the Kafame tribe. Kafame tribe. His name is Punk. <laughs> Closely it's, associated with bastard. It's spelled Q U E. <laughs> P U N Q U E. He has to constantly tell people that. Kafame Punk. A Shaku Ruck rider from Shaka Ruck. I wonder if uh, I should just get this out of the way. Where am I here? He he mutters to the to I mutter to my friends at the table. I wonder if I should just set this off before it has a chance to go anywhere. And I look at uh, I look at Carlson questioningly. Well, I was going to make Mister White come to me him himself, actually. But if you think we should, no. Well, well, what am I missing? I'm sorry. What did you want to do? I thought you wanted to mention to the captain that you knew this rock rider. Or well, I already did. I, I said. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But, uh, no, I was wondering, I was considering just talk, just uh, calling him out because we know he's seen us. Yes, he's seen you. The captain or, uh, seen from you. what you were. The uh, musketeer, the, the Colrona musketeer seen you. They are obviously there because you are there. Yeah, so. And, uh. And the shock, the the shaku looks uh, um, almost avoids looking in your just in your direction out of disdain. Uh, it is clear that uh, Zirdar Kalameth, the bold, the captain Kalameth, uh, is in charge of the particular party, and addresses Captain Carlison. Well, 
I didn't think it would be this easy. <laughs> Here you are, playing pirate with your moldy little friends. This is just... this is just too precious. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Drink? I would. I certainly would. It's just that, uh, well... I, I, Garcon, I, I bring him one. One of these. He, uh, he holds his cane out. He just simply flips it up in the direction of a waiter coming towards him with a tray. And uh, the waiter just stops at the end of the cane. Oh, no, you don't understand, you, you shamed prodigal of a thing. But I'm not here to drink with you. I wouldn't. I, I simply don't have the time. Oh, I'm why else would you in? Oh, I'm under orders. A tavern, then. I'm under very strict orders. And I'm simply going to carry them out. You're coming back to the Zoltanate with me, along with, uh, along with your silly little playmates. <laughs> Punkway. <laughs> Punkway. Hell with this. He sniffs. He just I sniffs. At... Why I have you fallen the, so mightily? The musketeer. <laughs> oh, go on, go on. I'm sorry, yeah. I, 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 I gotta quit doing. I'm not doing it on purpose, Mark. I swear, it's just. I'm not, it's just. I've been um, talking. Go ahead. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why have you fallen so mightily and engaged in in this with this this he looks at uh the captain with as though he were looking at the turd that his ruck left <laughs> a while back there are things more important there are things more important at borders sometimes you would know more about it. But you left. I'm not disappointed that you did. But I have nothing further to say to the likes of you. Things more important like doing whatever you can to get your Tuzen to to increase the weight of your Tuzen at all costs. I think that's what it's called. If I'm not if it's not, I'm gonna feel really stupid right now, having said that. Oh dear. <laughs> The little, uh, the thing, the, the sculpture status symbols mm -hmm. that they, they have. Yes, believe it or not, more important than that. I'm surprised I didn't see your, uh, mangy... No, I, I take that, I strike that from my game dialogue because I can't imagine even if he has a problem with a ruck rider I can't imagine him a, a ruck like that it doesn't hold in what I consider there um, okay so go on with what you were going to say Mark because I I'm, I'm done <laughs> okay well I was basically going to just look at the at the musketeer, nod toward uh, Captain Kalamef and and just say, and uh, you, I don't, 
recognize you. How? Why are you hanging out with such a a fuddy duddy like this? Would you like a drink? He just he looks to Captain Calameth. He says, um, "Look, I'm willing to carry out whatever mission I'm sent on, but do we really have to play these stupid games? Why don't we just take them and go back to the ship? You're in charge, of course." And Calameth just glances over to the side, takes out, uh, takes out a little snuff box, taps the top of it, opens it up, takes a little pinch of snuff, looks at Kuruk. I'd offer you some, but I'm afraid you might get hooked. <laughs> and, uh, says to the musketeer, you're quite right, and I agree with you entirely. Let's go, gentlemen. You're coming back to the Shield of Vows, and then we're going to the Zultanate. Not before we have a drink. I must confess, I would really like to hear some more of that pointed wit. He... <laughs> Oh, there'll be plenty of points to be made. <laughs> he uh, starts pulling on the tips of the fingers of his white, white glove. The, uh, the right hand, actually, the right glove. Hmm. All Rips right. it off and flings it, in, uh, flings it directly at Captain Carlosen's face. Oh, oh damn. All right, if you won't have your own drink, you can have mine. Splash! <laughs> All right. <laughs> and uh, I would like to use two style dice to say that Johnny got bored on the ship and decided to go <laughs> sightseeing and happened to show up. Or three, mm. if necessary. I know two, two is... Um. is The, uh, punk, I'll let I'll, if you want to stick to that. Uh, I'll let you uh, certainly try that if you want. But uh, the the cafe punk has uh, looked to Kuruk and said, uh, 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 "Did you did you come here equipped or are you on foot?" I don't see that that's any of your concern. <laughs> I came here equipped. My rook is outside. If yours is as well. We can settle it in here, or we can settle it in the air. Your choice. <laughs> ho, ho, ho! Well, Bakari has been itching for a fight of late. And although it is a small task, I think maybe it'll, it will assuage his desires for the time being. He steps outside, and you hear the the very loud flutter of large wings and a shadow gets smaller on the street as you know he's mounting into the air okay I mentally or however the well it's empathic it's not telepathic so mm -hmm. so uh, the musketeer looks to part I'm sorry I'm sorry go, I cut go, you go, off. Go. go ahead mm -hmm. oh, I was just going to say he, he, the Bakari kind of shows up. It's that intuition thing I was telling you about when we first started. Oh, yes. He sensed something was going down. Quite yes. Quite <laughs> the uh, musketeer looks at Pard. Yes. The musketeer hasn't had much to say in all this, has he? 
No, he hasn't. He's a relative stranger to the proceedings, but he is under orders, and he looks at you, knows that you're part of the party he's got to bring back, and he simply says, Are you going to come back to the ship with me? Are we going to fight? Or shall we sit and have a conversation until this is over? By all means, there's an empty chair right here. May I order you a drink? (laughs) (laughs) He shrugs his shoulders and just says, I'll have a drink with you, provided you agree that if the other two lose, you're coming with me and them. Otherwise, it's going to come to blows. Hmm. Do you agree? Yes, I think I could agree to that. All right. Do you further agree that if they start losing, you're not going to help them? Because if you do, it's going to come to blows. Is it now? It is. (laughs) Well, I'll go ahead and order something extraordinarily strong and a couple of shot glasses. And say, well, we can discuss this over our drinks. Okay, he sits down at the table with you. Okay, we have a drinking contest going, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, gentlemen, it's on. It is on. (laughs) What we have here are essentially three duels, because these guys are not minions. I don't (laughs) know that they're... uh, Based on what their stats are, I don't know that they're pushovers or not. But I took the stats directly out of uh, directly out of the S7S book and just changed names and and fortes fortes and mm-hmm. things. So uh, we can go in order. This is the last place I expected this to take place. Every time I envisioned this encounter, it was on board your ship. Uh, well, like, I don't know how the hell it ended up in a tavern in Gagenshine. It was the last damn thing I expected to happen. But uh, uh, at any rate, yeah, the die, the die that you rolled, our very first character creation session, Andros rolled a three, Captain mm-hmm. Carlison rolled a one, and Blind Geek rolled a four. So I'm just going to go in that order. Carlison, Pard, and then Karuk. Okay. In terms of how we handle it. All right. I'm going one attack, two defense. Okay. One attack, two defense. Uh, Calameth is going to go all out attack. Oh, good. It's not iced tea. It's my dice. (laughs) (laughs) I just picked up a cup. I picked up a cup Uh really quick, and if it was the wrong thing, I would have just spilled iced tea all over myself. (laughs) I keep a dice in a cup here. Uh, yes, Cal- uh, Captain Calamus, the vain, sorry, the bold, <laughs> to go all out uh, attack. And uh, Pard, have you decided how you want to split up your your uh, three dice? Um, I was thinking that I, I I do have drinking as a as linked to my swashbuckling. Yes, and that's going to be that's going to mean uh, that's going to mean that you'll be able to add yet another die to improve whatever roll you end up having, as and replace the lowest of whatever the roll you do. In other words, if you were to go two for attack, and you rolled a one, you could use that drinking technique to either add one to it, which would be silly, or mm-hmm. uh, 
make another roll. So yeah, yeah, that will that will come in on this. But I think at this point, if I'm remembering right, and I think I do because I listened to that episode today, <laughs> uh, that the uh, dueling parties decide which of their three dies they're going to assign to defense or attack. All three for defense, all three for attack, two for de- defense, one for attack, that kind of thing. I see. And this, this fellow is a musketeer? He is. He is a musketeer, and he has a... Where is he? He has a, a main gauche and a saber. Ah. But uh, he's, not a, he's not a sultan soldier. He is not, no. There, this is kind of like a rainbow coalition happening here for nations. You've got a Zultanate and a Colrona royalist, which is what the musketeer is, and a Shaka, I, uh, Shaku. I see. Surely... Very it curious would be a company. blow to the prestige of his... Uh, um, are they a kingdom or an empire? They're the Colrona uh, royalists are... Uh, that's a kingdom. Colrona. Kingdom of Colrona. Kingdom. Kingdom. Yep. It'd, it'd not be a great blow to your kingdom if we were taken to the Sultanate. I'm just, follow, I'm just following the orders. I'm fulfilling my mission. I'm a part of this group. Yeah. I was wondering if I can add another... Uh, talent linked to swashbuckling involved in this, because this seems like a good place to use some Zen double talk. Ooh, Zen stun. Yeah. I don't see why not. Okay. So, that gives me a total of what? Well, it, uh, essentially what you, what, what you need to do is, um, is uh, determine whether you're going to use starting with the three basic die that, that goes into this duel, Mm-hmm. And the, you'd be adding all the rest of this stuff, that the the cool stuff that you've got, uh, mm-hmm. on top of that. What what you need to decide is whether you're going to use all three of your because he's going to attack and defend as well. Right. Uh, you'll need to, de- to decide whether you're going to assign all three of your dice to an attack, all three for defense, um, one of them for attack, two for defense, two for attack, one for defense, that kind of thing. Okay, we'll go two for attack, one for defense. Okay, part two attack, one defense. All right, and I think the musketeer against you is going to go for uh, all-out defense. He's going to use three for defense. Hmm, I'm just trying to think how the gift of the merhorse could be used in a drinking contest. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, maybe just to see how successful you are. Perhaps so. As opposed to, uh, as opposed to against him. I might have some intuition on what sort of uh, arguments would um, most uh, attack his whatever insecurity he might have about this whole situation. Hmm. He does have a built-in thing going on here between, I mean, the Colrona royalists and the Zultanate, and the Zultanate of Colrona are not on the best of terms. And just following orders isn't the best of defenses. No, he doesn't look happy about it anyway. Uh, uh-huh. Karuk. Uh, we're, we're just getting distributions at this point. I've got Carlos and I've got Pard. Karuk, how do you want to split up your three die? Two attack, one defense. Two attack, one defense. And Punk. Sorry, Punke. 
punkway. Punkway is going yeah. to go with. He's going to do the same. He's going to do two attack, one defense. Just to clarify, I'm. I, this, I want to make sure I wasn't trying to change your pronunciation. I was just figuring that would be the thing that would annoy the hell out of him. Yeah. <laughs> he's mispronouncing his name. That'd be funny. All right. Okay, so. All right, I've got the distribution. Let's take it uh, to Carlosen, if I'm doing this right. Let me just... All right. Uh, we can go ahead and I'll roll, you roll, whatever the thing. Here we go. All right. Ooh. Okay, uh, Calameth, uh, using all three for attack on Captain Carlosen, rolled a 10. And he can add to that. What can he add to that? He can add... His swashbuckling fort of plus four fencing. Ouch. Yeah, Early so he got, he got a 14, and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. The die that I rolled for defense is a six. So I see, okay, as as he's splashed Captain uh, Kalameth with with his drink and his... Rising from the uh, the uh, chair, he sees the oncoming attack and is going to try to hook one of his feet underneath the like cross things on uh, on the like chair legs and flip it up in in front of him to help deflect this guy's blow. Hopefully, that will be enough to bring in my uh, insane attempt technique. <laughs> That's slick. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> throwing a chair at your opponent with your own foot. Well, not even necessarily throwing. Well, yeah, that might help put him off of his aim somewhat. But basically, as he's standing, kick the kind of flip the chair out at him for a bonus die from his te- from his insane uh, technique. Uh, I find that perfectly acceptable. Sure. Absolutely. All right, that brings me to a nine, and he has a fourteen. Did you say? He's got a fourteen. You, do you get to you get to add? Uh, isn't there? Oh, why am I looking at these sheets? I should look at your sheet. Don't you get to add something to that, like right off the 14. bat? Uh, let's see. Well, like your swashbuckling, your swashbuckling fort of plus two. Of plus two, yeah. So being a, a pirate, he's probably been in the middle of uh, attempts to apprehend him before. So. Oh hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right, so that's 11. So I only need three more. Pirate, insane attempt. Got that. Six, nine, 11. I'm guessing that if he's trying to skewer me with a a, a, a sword, I can essentially use fencing. Otherwise, that, that technique won't, won't work. But uh, he, he is armed with... What the hell's he got here? Crap. I took his stats from somebody that doesn't... That only uses flaming weapons. I, I would just say that he's got a rapier as well. All right, cool. So, and he is using fencing against you. Okay. So this gets me to a fourteen so far, or not a fourteen? Uh, nine, ten, eleven. I need three more points from somewhere. At least. Uh, yeah, pirate brought you up to eleven. If you add your fencing of plus two. Where the hell is it? If I'm bringing out my uh, my rapier to not to de- deflect his blow the rest of the way, even if it does, if I don't get it all the way out, I can still block with it. 
Mm-hmm. So there's so there's plus two. Yeah, that brings you to thirteen. And it means that I can't use these techniques later, but he's doing full uh, attack. So rapier plus one that makes it even, no effect. Oh, that's right. It's under tech. Chained it. Right. Fencing to rapier plus one exactly. All right. Cool. Pard, you have two dice to spend on an attack. One. Per, uh, oh, wait a minute. Oh no, I'll get to. I'll get back to Carlosen with defense on the other thing, or attack mm. on the other thing. Pard. All right. Yes. Okay. Uh, so just go ahead and roll first, and then we'll decide what to add to it. Yeah. You, determine? you would. Yeah. Roll a, a, a two for attack. I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. going to assume you guys are going uh, with the attacks first. Unless you want him to attack first, in which case you'd roll oh. one die for defense. Yeah, I'll just roll all three at once. Okay, cool. That's uh, 11 for attack, 5 for defense. Cool. For attack, 5 for defense. And he was using 3 for defense. Mm-hmm. And six, seven, eight, nine. He got a nine for defense. That's the musketeer. Where's the musketeer? Here he is. His name is Ajax, by the way. Oh, excellent. Ajax the musketeer. He's quite and a clean fellow. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. And here I am thinking Iliad. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh... Uh, where's his buckling fort? Is plus two on musketeer. That brings him to a ten for defense. And this is a, this, essentially this is a drinking contest. Yes. So he. We're, 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 we're mixing drinking and philosophy. Wow. Okay. What a dumbass he was for agreeing <laughs> <laughs> like that. Wow. Uh, okay, let's see. He's got another fort. He's charming. That's a plus two. He's handsome. That's a plus two. Neither one of those is going to help. Well, I don't know. No, charming doesn't apply here. Aristocrat. I wonder if that applies to being able to win a philosophical argument. Ten. I'm going to say aristocrat. Uh, does anybody really object to this? Because I think aristocrat would, if he can add plus two for aristocrat, that would. Uh, I think anything could apply if you can if give you can him something. To, it, yeah. yeah. Sure. So, I mean, if he has a strong enough sense of duty, that would reinforce that. Yeah, he's uh, he's got. Uh, I'm going to add plus two to that. Mm-hmm. Nine. Wait a minute. He rolled a nine. I don't mm-hmm. need to add plus two. He rolled a nine. He met. He met. Uh, he met your attack with his three defense die by adding plus two for musketeer with a swashbuckling fort. Mm-hmm. Although in this case, I'll just say, what the hell? The plus two came from aristocrat. Sure. Okay. That was uh, that was your attack and his defense. Well, that's just uh, the dice themselves. That's not adding anything else. Yeah, the die he rolled, he, he used all three for defense. He rolled, ended up with a nine. 
And then he had right. a plus two from his aristocrat forte. Sorry, forte. Uh-huh. Uh, and came up with 11 to meet your attack. That's what, oh, I, I was saying, do I get to add forte to my dice also? Yes, you do. Because mm-hmm. I've got Gift of the Horse, and then we were talking about also um, Zen Stun and um, fighting while eating or drinking. Wow. Okay. Let's see. Where are you? Fighting while eating or drinking is a technique chained to your swashbuckling fort. Mm-hmm. While eating and drinking, yes, that, that will allow you either to add a plus one or to replace one of your rolls with another die, if you would like to. Oh, I've got a very good roll, so I'll just yeah. keep that. Okay, so uh, that takes your 11 to a 12, using the dr- eating or drinking. Zenstun, did you want to say, what did you want to say to this guy? Um... Essentially, um, um, trying to poke holes in the philosophical argument that it does him and his nation any good whatsoever to be co- cooperating with the uh, Sultanate. I may not personally like it, but you don't mm-hmm. know the big picture. You've got to look at the big picture. But his resolve is breaking down a little bit because you do have Zen Stun as a technique, and that adds uh, plus... One, bringing mm-hmm. that to 13 from that technique. Okay, and we'll pour some more shots. All right, so that means that 11, 12, 13, that means he's two below the attack. He did not meet the attack. He has two, <laughs> where the hell, two wound ranks from drinking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's going to take... Uh, or their failure ranks or something. Well, in a duel, I, well, yeah. Failure ranks, I guess. There's, there's something. <laughs> there's some, there's, they're failures of some kind. They are two of they're, something. Like, <laughs> they're drunk ranks. Drunk ranks, exactly. Yes, I, <laughs> I consider this non-lethal combat. It, and he's probably going to get his ass handed to him. <laughs> All right, he's going to take uh, he's going to take his handsome from plus two to to zero or to average, mm-hmm. and he's going to take charming to average. That's where he gets. Ooh. That's where he applies those. All right, uh, Karuk. Yes. <laughs> We're handling attack first. I have you done I, for two two attack die and one defense. Yeah, two attack. That is correct. And uh, I need some setting description from you. You are mounted on Bakari. Right. You are above. Well, let's see. Punk is circling slowly above the uh, port town, the harbor town of Gagenshine. And he has a spear out. He has out a long spear. And he is mounted on his rook, circling above. Okay. 
Um, and we are by the tavern. Is there anything else um, at our level that could potentially... Well, is there anything else at our level other than building... Um, okay, just uh, the, the row of buildings that would you would normally find in uh, Harbor Town. Uh, stretching out up... A, uh, there's, a, there's a mountain. The mountain... A very small mountain that uh, encompasses uh, half the harbor, and it slopes slowly up towards higher heights with trees um, dotting along the tops of it, and the trees get sparser and sparser and are cleared away for various homes and buildings and warehouses uh, closer to the harbor. Okay. Of that, clouds. And then in the other direction, we've got the people in... Or, yeah, we've we've got yeah, in the, the other direction. You got the water that leads out to the sky. But we've got. Where are the people that are doing all the trading and all that kind of stuff? They're just e- sort of everywhere below. below you. Okay, cool. Many of them okay. looking up and pointing, going, "Ooh, somebody's going to get into a fight." <laughs> okay, to start things off, I'm going to do a simple uh, knowing all that now. I'm going to not utilize any of it <laughs> because I, I think I, I but I but it helps actually because I needed to make that decision. Um, Strictly speaking, if you would, ra- uh, it, this is up to you. You don't have to fly up to meet him. You can stay off of your ruck and and do a hand hand to hand on the ground between the two of you. This is uh, it's up to you. Well, considering we already kind of agreed to make it the make it a duel of uh, using. Yeah, he challenged rucks, you to that. Yeah, that that would be rather bad form. Um, so, I'm going to... However, he did not specify that uh, it had to be... Basically, I'm going to use my attack to... to... Um, to dive bomb... Him essentially. Um, cool. I'm going to uh, draw my. Oh hell! Why am I? Let's see. Would I have my bow? Um. I can't imagine having. I would. I. I visualize the ruck having kind of a. Um, like a, not a harness. I guess it'd be a harness kind of thing where you, with the, the, with, with the, uh, accoutrements kind of attached so they could be within easy reach. Um, sure. Okay. But for right now, we're just going to, I think, just have him dive at this guy with talons outstretched. Um, so, rolling. He dives. Talons outstretched. And he rolled a six. Um... We have expert ruck rider, which adds a 
four. And I need to reorganize this character sheet. The way it's set up right now is very read but a pain in the ass to find anything. Um, okay. I think in... Hang on, hang on. Oh, no, you can't add. It's, it's not a thing. Okay. Do what now? I was I was looking at foible shunned by Shaku as something you could use to add plus two, but you can't. That's just a foible. It doesn't have that plus on it. Or any no, it gets it, you. Yeah, it gets you yeah. style dice. Yeah. Um, what did I say? I rolled a six. Yeah, it's still sitting there. Um, rolled a six plus four for for your swashbuckling technique, which is ruck rider. Right. It brings it to ten. And then uh, I've got my. I'm gonna. Well, I've got my idiom technique of acrobatics, but I'll set that aside for now. Um, but I also have his... He's got the talons technique, and he's got good plus two aerial combat, so that's 12 plus if we decide to use the... I'm going to hold off on the techniques until I know whether we need them. I don't know if... I think that's allowed. Yeah, so, most, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. So what did you... Okay. You want... Uh, Our total uh, right now is 12. Okay, so that's just... That's pretty much just a ruck sidekick, good plus two, taking 10 up to 12. Which means that uh, Punk, who rolled a two on his defense, and adding plus four for, for Ruck Rider, which is his swashbuckling fort, brings him to six... Wow. Punk got punked? <laughs> punk got yeah, punked. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you know, this is what happens when you cop an attitude with Karuk. <laughs> All right, so, uh, wow. <laughs> what the hell can I use for this? I'm going to add a plus two because he has a gift of the merhorse. Uh, mm. plus, a good plus two gift of the merhorse to um, knowing where the blow was going to come from, dodge it slightly, or at least enough in time to reduce that much damage. Taking that to eight. Which means he's got to find four things. <laughs> four things to reduce. Yeah... I have a question about that. Uh, he's he's riding around on the rook, right? Is um, um punk is do, yes. do a does a rook rider get resources from his rook the same as a like a ship captain gets resources from his ship? Um, so far as I know, only the plus two for the rook itself, and the same kind of uh, um, technique bonuses that would be attached to your swashbuckling fort if. If the sidekick ruck has techniques itself. Okay, so we can't necessarily um, uh, push damaged uh, points off onto the bird. Punk, actually, thank you for reminding me, can add plus two for the fact that he is riding his own ruck. Huh. Wait a minute. 
But I think you can do that if you, yeah. I think that's one. But you know that that that, that puts you at a different kind of dis- disadvantage. <laughs> yeah, it means he only has to find two things now instead of four. Plus two. All right, two, four, six, eight. 12, 6, 8, 9, 10. Right, so, okay, he only needs to... He needs to take damage in two places. He's going to take... Ruck Rider... No, don't do that. Take Motivation. <laughs> He's going to take Motivation down to Average. His Motivation is Adventure. And he's going to... He has been shamed by such an attack. He is a Shaku. Nationality goes down to average. All right. So that was uh, that was Karuk's attack and Punk's defense. We go back to Captain Carlison, and what did we leave out? We left out Carlison's one die for attack. Yeah. All right. It's a three plus. Two for fencing. I can't use my techniques because I use those on the the defense. Plus two. Could I bring in repartee if I tell him have a seat? <laughs> yes. <laughs> As, um, another plus two. So that's three for five. That's seven. Wow. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and uh, I have no idea if Pirate would actually come into this at, at, at all. If it, if, if it can, that's nine. Otherwise, it's seven. You are, you're, facing up, you're facing off against the Zoltanet that uh, is coming to take you away, partly because uh-huh. of his orders. <laughs> 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 but mostly because he's so... He so uh, disapproves of who you are, and who you are is a pirate. That brings it to nine. All right. Uh, And he had zero die for defense. What a dip. (laughs) So it's it's basically whatever he can gather from his... From his remaining... uh, uh, From his um, uh, mods... Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's got a he's he's got an expert plus four fencing, still. And um. He's got a. Oh, he's also got a. Pl- He's got a plus four under other forts. Fortes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a plus four in acrobatics. Which is hmm. really kind of strange for him, but I guess it helps him keep his clothing clean. <laughs> Except this time. <laughs> Except this time, yeah. He just got splashed by a thing. No, no, you can't, I can't really do that, though. Can I? I 
I think I'm only really allowed to use one of those, aren't I? Or, or, I mean, as a defense? No, you can stack them just the same as I as I could do with the attack. That's. Hmm. I don't see why why not. I mean, I mean, I mean, granted, if you if you can narrate it, then yeah. I mean, I I could see it definitely with with that chair flying at him. I can see him trying to make use of it to get out of the way of that. So yeah. So I think he's going to drop the 9 down to a 5. He's going to drop the 9 down to a 5. Using ac uh, plus 4, his expert plus 4 in acrobatics to get out of the way of it. Mm -hmm. And the fencing would take it down to a 1. And the fencing, uh, yeah, and a plus 4 on fencing to take it down to 1. Uh, deflecting, uh, deflecting anything else coming his way, like maybe the cup. He may have been splashed by it, but he could have caught the cup through the handle of, if it's a, a stein or a mug or something, it's going to handle. He could have caught that on the end of his blade and had it slide down to the hilt, just to regain some face. All right, mm -hmm. so he's going to take he's going to take one off of his motivation. And his motivation is, make Moya mine. Hmm. Takes that from plus two to average. It's like, I'll never know what she sees in you. But I'll be sure that she sees a lot more of me. Okay. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what what's the date today? <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah. I'm not muted, am I? No, 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 no. Okay. The date good. today is October seventh. All right. I just wanted to keep track of how the time that passes for this to take place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I apologize. Two weeks guys. later, we're all there. Really? <laughs> Holy crap! I know. It is ten till ten. So, however yeah, you want to do this. <sighs> Holy mm -hmm. crap! Uh, <laughs> We've gone over before. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I mean, so I keep you guys up late just to finish this combat, but I'm looking at how this is going, and it's like, wow. Maybe we should uh, uh, continue to part and just see how it goes until 10 and, and see where we're at there. Okay. Sounds All like right. a plan to me. Uh, the yeah. Musketeer did a completely... He, all he did was defense on his die, so his attacks must come entirely from his mods... And against this, against this situation, the only ones that apply, he took down to average already. Plus, I'm going to apply plus two aristocrat because uh, that would at least indicate that he has studied... And if you studied, you know that man is more... Um, 
Mm. And plus <laughs> plus two for Musketeer, meaning that he has uh, certainly he is certainly no stranger to roisterous, roisterous boisterous quaffing. So mm. I'm gonna call his attack on uh, Pard a plus four. Okay, and my defense die was five, just without any modifiers. With no modifiers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there it is, right there, five. Okay, so you beat it by one. I wonder, does that make me take a? Does that make the musketeer take a failure? No. No. It just means that Pard, um, very deftly. Uh, yeah, the musketeer t uh, tries to. Um, he tries a table trick with one of the shot glasses. Where you pour the salt on the table and you try and stand it up and tilt it so that it's uh, halfway over to try and impress Pard, and he just can't do it. He fails at it. And he looks, and he looks pretty lame. I see. I see. It's time to um, pull out the big guns. I'm going to ask for an egg. <laughs> Waiter brings over an egg. Okay. I. Give give the uh, musketeer the egg, and I'm saying, I I bet you that I can stand this egg on its end. I'll let you try first. We're getting uh, we're getting Cylon again. Yeah. yeah. Is that me going Cylon this time? I don't know. I don't think so. No, that's Eric. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Um. Anyway, we can continue that in our next round if you like, because that's that constitutes an attack on my part. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be handy for the next rolling of the die. Okay, um, <laughs> Karuk, are you plugged back in? <laughs> I love it. Freaking, freaking bar games and shot glasses. <laughs> wow, that's it's different. <laughs> it's different. What the hell? Easier on the clothing too. Welcome Absolutely. To, to welcome to Scam School, the Seven Skies e edition. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh. oh, cool. Blind Geek does not sound like a Cylon anymore. Yeah, that seems to work. Yeah. It's a stupid workaround, but there it is. Okay, corrupt. Punk, Punk, Punk did uh, two attack die against your one defense die. What did I roll? I didn't roll yet. I don't know, but I don't think I didn't roll my defense yet. So. Oh crap! I'll do that now. Ooh, this is bad. Okay, the two I got. I rolled a five and a five. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Plus. Uh, where is he? Was he a plus four work writer as well? Where is he? Damn. Yes, he is. Okay, fourteen. Plus four for a Ruck Rider makes it a 14. Are we just finishing this round up and then starting... I think, yeah, we're going to finish this round up. I'll hold on to uh, okay, what I've got I'm in front of me. sinking my style dice into this. Cool. Um, and I think I'm just going to leave it at 14. I don't need to add anything to it. Oh, you might, sir. I might, but I'm not <laughs> going to. <laughs> I might, but I'm not going to. 
Because so yes, he swept. Uh, he has swept at you with his spear, and jabbed at you with the spear and attacked successfully with a. F well, he attacks with a fourteen. Unfortunately, you have one die for defense. Yes, and I rolled a four. Oh, However, okay. since this is the last round of, which I realize is a bit of metagaming, but I don't care. Mm -hmm. This is the last round of the evening, and therefore I have no real other opportunity to use these style dice before they are wasted. I'm sinking three of them, which gives me the chance to roll three potential other dice to pick the better of. And Jesus criminy cry. Oh, there we go. Five. Wow. Wow, that was a real improvement there. Thank you. <laughs> so, wait a minute. You're, you're, the one die you rolled was a four? And then I and rolled three other dice. One was a two, one was a one, and one was a five. And since I have to take the best of the... Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> however, let me see if I can... Jesus Christ, he's going to kick my ass. Um... Wow, this could be my first uh, training point and my first story hook. Let's see. Um, or no, actually, I guess we got story hooks from the... It doesn't matter. Um, five is what I have so far. and uh, But I get to add my Ruck Rider. Yep. So that's... 9 plus his aerial combat, which is 11. Um, and... Hang on, I'm seeing about... Techniques here. So that's... What did I say, 9? Wait. Uh, you're up to 11 with 11, aerial that's combat. Right, 11. When you okay. say aerial combat, that is... That is uh, Bakari's forte. Yeah, that's what brings it up to 11. Right. Um, you can bring it... Uh, can Can you not bring it up to 11 with... Uh, uh, can you not bring it up another two with uh, just simply Bakari, Ruck Sidekick? I don't know. I don't know if, I I don't don't know. Know if that... Uh, I don't know either. I don't, I don't think so. Well, I could be found wrong here, but I don't think so because when you... You use the fact that it's a good sidekick to to give you how many ranks you have to split up among the rucks, fortes, and advan and whether he gets a foible and such. I think. Hmm. Um. So I don't know if you can just add that as a straight because you're already adding in the ruck rider thing and then fortes from the ruck. As well. Okay. Um, well, that puts see. you at eleven then. It puts me at eleven. Do I have any techniques? Oh, I can. Uh, I can use my acrobat. Um, idiom. So we do a crazy, kind of a neat little. Um, I don't know. I. Sucks, I can't think of a good descriptive. Oh, I know. He die he jabs at me with a spear and we sail straight up into the air in a very spectacular kind of a leap to get out of the way. 
That brings it up to, um, to 12. And, and and check your motivation. Oh, that's true. Um, and that would put it up there. That matches it. That brings yeah, it to 14. 14 to 14. So I think that means that we both are un... That... Uh, that you're at parry thrust, matched head-to-head, bounced off of each other like rams on the mountaintop. Yes. And and as, I'm, as I am dodging, out, out after I successfully dodge the spear, uh, and this is just to plant the seed for next time, um, Karuk spots a stall laden with fruit. And he aims uh, Bakari toward it. <laughs> okay. We'll just make the quick note that uh, Bakari and Karuk are heading towards a fruit stall. Excellent. Cool. All right. This, uh, yeah, this could, uh, these guys were strong enough so that they weren't going to fall over in a minute. Sadly, I should have, uh, I should have had you guys engaged in this a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um. No worries, now we got a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know you're going to be joining in, com- you're, you're going to be engaged in combat the instant, well, as soon as we get underway again next time. Actually, I, I, I want to note my intention now to call for an impasse before we get into the combat proper next time. It's on page 220. That's one of the, uh, the like, fiddly bits. Oh. Basically, after his little sneering comment about Moya, I'm going to do a... Uh, a, uh, a, like, flashy challenge using repartee to see if I can't get a... A Stalidai and put a like failure rank on him be- before we keep going. So, but I'm going to do that next time so that the Stalidai. So, cool. Just so everyone knows. All right, excellent. That's that works out. Rock cool. on. Two seventy. It's hunting. It's hunting. I misspelled impasse. I guess. Yes, I did. It's, uh, it's, it's on, <laughs> yeah. yeah, on t- uh, 220. Oh, I'll look it up later. Yeah. 220. All right, cool. Well, there it was. <laughs> I'm really cool. sorry that it took so long to get uh, to get to this, but... Oh, it was good stuff. I knew it yeah. was going to happen. I knew there was going to be some kind of a confrontation, but like I said, I thought it was going to be on, on the deck of one of the two ships, and the way I would have ended up I think the reason why it took so long is because I didn't want them to just show up. Mm-hmm. I didn't want them to just like arrive unseen, unnoticed by anyone, and suddenly just be there. Uh, because that uh, seemed to me it would have felt like, like, just complete railroading. Yeah. Well, truth be told, I kind of figured something was was going to happen to us here, especially when you had all of the um, shore. Patrol guys eyeing us and that. 
And yeah. you know what? What better place to have a big fight than a tavern? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> sure. It's it's a classic. So yeah, exactly. And it afforded Pard the opportunity to have a drinking match. That's right. That Absolutely. was great. That was seriously great. <laughs> oh wow. All right. Okay, guys. Um, uh, I guess uh, we should uh, look for two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Sounds yep. good. Oh, wait a second. What day? What's the date on that? Uh, it should be the twenty-first. Yeah. Ah, okay. I am going to be out of town that night. Okay. I'm trying to find my calendar here. Wow, I still have the damn insult generator open. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right, you move out of the way. I want my calendar. All right, we're on the 7th. Yeah, two weeks is the 21st. Uh, we could do a week from tonight or the 28th. Week from tonight works for me. But yeah, I'm I'm good with it. Fourteenth, uh, okay. okay for you. Sounds good. Oh, cool. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we we'll, gonna uh, do with Ravana when we'll figure it out? Things mm-hmm. we'll, yeah. we'll, <laughs> we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. I'll uh, I'll find. Um, uh, I will be able to work something into uh, for her little world back there on the ship. Hell, everything everything that's happened up to now has taken place yeah. on those two ships, yeah. or one of them. So, yeah, she'll have something to do. Either that, or we'll manage to actually hear this like lighter flying overhead, and then she <laughs> flies through the be like like door or 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 something saying ooh 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 <laughs> crashes through the front of the tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's freaking brilliant right there. That would be hilarious. <laughs> Lands on the musketeer's back and he just like falls. Wow, that's cinematic. Anyway, we shall see what we shall see how how that works out. So, yeah, if it had taken place on board the ship, uh, as as a player not present but able to a- assist the others, I was simply going to have her like dropping dropping bits of uh, lumps of hot tar from the rigging Ooh. above on the. Uh, on your opponents at various inopportune times. But she didn't get to do that. Maybe she'll want to do that next time. Okay, guys. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Thanks. Yeah, and thank, thank you. It was an awesome game. And uh, uh, everybody get some sleep, get some rest, and stay warm and safe and everything. Sounds That's good. Like okay, you all have a good, uh, have a good week. Absolutely. See you all on right. the 14th. Yep. All right. All take right. care, everyone. Take it easy. Good night. All right. Good night. Bye-bye. And there it was. I knew at some point there was going to be fighting in the episode. There was going to be combat. There was going to be some kind of actual dice rolling challenge. Still working on... Still working on learning to say forte instead of fort, but I'll get there. Promise. Sorry about the confrontation coming so late in the game, but uh, as Blind Geek pointed out, yeah, it affords us a cliffhanger. So there's going to be dice rolling conflict at the very top of the next the next play session of Swashbucklers of the Seven Skies. I hope I hope you'll uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Thank you very very much for listening, and I hope that you'll enjoy listening to the next one. So until then, thanks again, and see you then. <laughs>